Welcome to More Living with Jim Brogan, your source of information for living the best years of your life, your way. For more than a decade, host Jim Brogan and his expert guests have come together each week to share important news and advice that can impact the lives and well-being of those who are retired and those nearing retirement. Learn about issues like health and fitness, financial planning, social security benefits, investment advice, and more. And now, here's the host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Good morning, East Tennessee. Welcome to More Living with Jim Brogan, where it's all about living the best years of your life your way. This is News Talk 98.7 WOKI, and it's just so hard to believe that we are one week for, from Christmas. 2020 has just flown by. I know 2020 has been in many ways a challenging year, in many ways a good year. Hey, I have my wife, Dee Dee, with me. Good morning, Dee Dee. Good morning. Glad to be here this morning at our kitchen table. This is fun. Yeah, it's great. So I know we love the Christmas season, and uh, it's one of our favorite times of year. We love when all the lights come out, although you don't like it when the lights come on in October, right? No, no. I'm an anti. Do not turn on the Christmas lights. Hang them. Don't plug them in and don't shine them until, you know, Thanksgiving. That's right, but it's so, but it's so beautiful, and of course, um, you know, the the family memories, we got our trees trimmed, we got all the lights on in the house. I know 2020 has been a difficult year for many of you, you know, with social distancing and limiting travel. I know your Christmas traditions this year may not be possible, or we may maybe need to be modified, but we can still take the next couple of weeks and really make this time of year very magical as we focus on our relationships with the people we love and ultimately focus on the reason for Christmas. So I'm thrilled that Dee Dee's joining with us, us this morning, and I'm also thrilled to have WVLT's evening news anchor, Brittany Tarwater. So welcome to the show, Brittany. It's great to have you with us. I'm thrilled to have you. Hi, I am too. Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas Merry to you. Christmas to you as well and your family. Thank you. So, We're excited. We've uh, we've got a one year old. He turned one like two weeks ago. So uh, this is a very special Christmas for us. So yeah. I guess December is a special month for you since you have a baby that uh, just turned uh, one in December. This is magical for sure. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. My connection must have dropped there. Um, yes, we're we're very excited and. Um, We've we've got everything decorated. It's all safely. You know, we've got gates around Christmas trees, and we're trying to keep everything about uh, out of <laughs> reaching distance this year. So decorations are yeah. a little different this year, but it's still really well. Our, yeah, you know, Brittany, our kids are a little bit older. We have a sophomore in college and a ninth grader, and uh, it's it's really it's so interesting as they grow up and they they get in these new phases. It's it's exciting. It is, uh, in, in some ways it's sad, but in a lot of ways it's exciting. But, uh, you know, I think back, it's, it, Christmas time is a, is a time that I know Dee Dee and I really remember when our kids were, were so young and when they were little children. It was just great. Well, I, what I love, Jim, the most, and Brittany, you'll find this, is as your kids grow, I learned at an early age that I couldn't mourn every phase of life for them because just because they stopped sucking a passy or they're out of diapers. I mean, being out of diapers is a really good thing. But uh, I figured out very quickly to not mourn those those and be sad about those things, but to embrace what was coming as they grow as little people because the goal is to raise these humans that are 
you know, productive in society and contributing and good people that can think about others and um, that really add something value to other people's lives and have purpose in their lives. And so the craziest thing about having older kids now is that there's still a childlike um, persona in them that bring, still makes the holidays magical because we're all family and there's such a, 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 a deep bond there. So, you know, as, as the baby gates are going to go and as they go, the magic is going to still remain as long as you guys figure out how to make it magical and you connect so well as a family. So... I'm excited for you for your first, I guess, really second Christmas with your baby, but where where the baby is a little bit more aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's yes, thank you. I think those are really good points that we've all experienced this year. Is we want them to get big, and we're so proud of them. But you know, when they when they grow out of things that you also found special as a parent, um, it is hard. But but like you said, it's it's just very special, especially this time of year. That's yeah, kind of bittersweet. I know right. as my kids, it, with and we have two girls, but, but you know, I always loved every phase. But, hey, Brittany, I want our listeners to get a little bit, get to know you a little bit better outside TV. Um, let's kind of go back a little bit. I know you grew up in Tampa, and you came to Knoxville to swim at the University of Tennessee. And I guess you liked it here. You decided to stay. Of course, you also met your husband at the University of Tennessee. But, you know, what? what is that why you stayed in Knoxville, or did you love the area? Was it kind of all of the above? I, I think it all came together at, at the same time. Um, I, I did. I grew up as a swimmer in Florida, and I um, was recruited by, by the University of Tennessee, and I really enjoyed my time here and um, kind of grew up here, I suppose, in those years, and I met my husband at the end of my college career. He was also a swimmer. He grew up in Knoxville, um, and then he went to the University of Michigan, and he was a swimmer there, a very good swimmer there, um, national champion, and then after, uh, in 2008, he moved back to Knoxville, and that was at the end of my college career, and that's where we met and um, got to know each other. And when I was finished with school and was swimming, we, we started dating. And then he continued to swim. And he actually went to grad school um, at Oxford over in England. So oh, wow. he, he oh, lived wow. overseas. Yes, he, he uh, lived overseas for about a year, uh, finished his degree there, and then moved back to the States. And um, I, I ended up going back to school at the University of Tennessee, and I lived in Hazard, Kentucky. He lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, so we were all over the place just trying to get our careers going, and he was still swimming, and um, we both ended up back in, in Knoxville. We decided this would be our home base, and we were excited about that. Um, and we started our family here, and, and we've been here ever since. Our neighborhood's all decorated for Christmas. It's really excited when the lights come on, so we're just thrilled to, to have our family here um, and to grow here. Yeah, and of course your That's husband, true. of course you're speaking about Davis Tarwater, who of course uh, went, grew up in Knoxville, went to Webb High School I think, and uh, yeah. you know then uh, is a gold medalist from the 2012 Olympics, right? Yes. Um, and, and that was also in London. So that was very special for him. Um, kind of a homecoming for him of sorts, and um, earned a gold medal, and we we're just so proud of him. And it was just, um, 
I think it was so special for our family to watch someone who we love a, a goal, um, a very special and um, very hard to reach goal. Um, oh yeah! To watch that dream come true was was very special for us, um, and to do it in front of his friends and family. Uh, both from from here in Knoxville, but also um, in London, and then to see the community support, um, it was just outstanding. It was really something special to see everyone who supported his career and his goal and celebrated along with our family. Now, do you all? I'm curious. What did he uh, did he have to like? What did he go to study at Oxford? I'm just curious about education. Um, he studied what was your Latin American studies? Ah, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yes, fascinates me. And then, then the whole the whole path that you all have is just really amazing, and how you ended up ultimately settling down here. Um, what a great story! And and now back to the Christmas, and then back to saying that you know that you're enjoying just your neighborhood this year, like your 2020 Christmas lights. I'm sure back in 2012, you weren't thinking about the Christmas lights potentially in a neighborhood together. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Brittany, do y'all ever feel? Did you all ever feel a little bit uh, friendly comp- competition in terms of your swimming careers? <laughs> well, his swimming career was at a different level than mine, but that's for sure. But um, we we have a lot of crossover, which is really interesting. He went to the University of Michigan to swim. My dad played football at the University of Michigan, so I already had that place that was very special in my heart. And then um, to know some of the same people uh, from up in Michigan, and um, that that was one thing that was very special. And then um, my college coach, Matt Credit, who is still the coach now, actually, it's a combined program, and he coaches the men and women, and have just had tremendous success. They earned an SEC title as a team last season. And he, his first year in Knoxville was my first year in Knoxville. So, um, and then when Davis was back home in 2008, he started a relationship with Matt um, as a coach as well. So he swam for Matt. Um, so I think we've just, having known one another in both of our swimming careers and different phases of our swimming careers and then, you know, getting our, our real careers started and, you know, going through both of our education. We both earned our master's degree at the early part of our relationship. I think we've just learned how to support one another um, individually and as a couple. And, and that's just made us stronger 15 years later. Yeah, that's all. That's a great story. Hey, I'll tell you what, I want to get to our first break and we come back. I want to talk a little bit about how you started your career with the Vol Network. And then I do want to, we're going to get into Christmas traditions. So we're visiting this morning with Brittany Tarwater of WVLT News. I've also got my wife, Dee Dee, uh, is co-hosting with me today. So stay tuned. You're listening to More Living with Jim Brogan right here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most. listening to more living with jim brogan during the week jim is a financial advisor an author and speaker with an mba from the university of tennessee who specializes in helping people in or near retirement plan for the next phase of their lives you can reach brogan financial during the week at 865-862-6800 or on the web at broganfinancial.com 
And now, here's Senior Market Advisor Magazine's 2011 National Advisor of the Year and host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Welcome back to More Living here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. I'm your host, Jim Brogan. I'm thrilled to have my wife, Dee Dee, with me. We're co-hosting, and uh, we're very excited to have Brittany Tarwater. She's the evening news anchor at WVLT News. Of course, swam at the University of Tennessee. And, uh, you know, you, Brittany, you started your journalism career in college as a reporter for the Vol Network, I believe. And now you're evening <laughs> anchor for WVLT. So when you were growing up, did you, uh, did you dream of being a reporter? Was that a goal of yours? Or did it just kind of evolve and happen? Well, it did. It was always, it was always a, um, a dream. I don't know if I ever thought it would actually happen, but um, it was. And I started in sports because it, it was a natural fit for me. My, my family, everyone in our family, we all uh, played different sports, and some of us are swimmers. Um, my sister is a really good swimmer. She swam at the University of Georgia. My dad is a football player. My brother's a hockey player. Um, so we've, we, it just, sports have, have been one of the centers of our family. So it, uh, it felt like a really good fit. And then coming to the University of Tennessee with all the resources and the people, um, who were around me, um, I got an opportunity with the Vol Network and, uh, with a reporter and did some, did some stories and some interviews when I was in college. Um, and then I, I, Somehow landed a gig with with John Pennington on the Sports Source, which airs on Channel Six on Sunday mornings, and um, was in way over my head with those guys. They were great and supported me, and um, and then I actually went went back to school at the University of Tennessee, got my master's degree in journalism, and then after that moved to Hazard, Kentucky, where I started my first job in news and. Um, I was there for about 18 months before coming back to Knoxville before I had an opportunity to, to work at, at WVLT. They took a chance on me and um, believed in me, and I'm, I'm grateful for it. So here yeah, we are. that's great. Well, let me ask you this. So you went to UT, and, of course, Davis grew up here and then went to Michigan. So is your household orange and white, or is it blue and yellow? <laughs> we well, it's it's great, and we're fortunate that we both love both universities. That's great. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know what would happen. Oh, I don't know if, what would happen if we had to play one another. Yeah. I, you know, I it's interesting. My my godfather. So I grew up in Knoxville. My dad worked for the University of Tennessee. And, mm-hmm. of course, I have two degrees from Tennessee, so I definitely run orange and white. But my, my godfather, who was my dad's uh, boss for several years at TVA, um, he was a big Michigan grad. So when I was growing up, Michigan was kind of like my second favorite football team when I was growing up in <laughs> college. So it's just kind of funny. It well, hey, funny, let's, yes. So let's talk about, so you you and Davis got engaged around Christmas, right, in 2015? We did. We did. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, Christmas is, has just always been a special time for so many families, including ours. Um, and, and sadly, in 2012, um, we lost my mother-in-law, um, Davis's mother, who was just does such a special and wonderful person. Um, 
we lost her on Christmas Eve suddenly, and um, that was very hard and still is very hard. And um, we find ways intentionally to bring joy to the season. Um, and when we got engaged in, in 2015, I was part of what he said to me um, that that we're we're going to be joyful and we're going to celebrate this season and celebrate her life and who she is in our family and and remember her and honor her through our family um, and through celebration. So um, so it, it it is a very special time for us. Uh, we miss her dearly, um, but we we celebrate what she gave to us and all of those gifts and and. We try to honor her through through our growing family. Um, so we did get engaged. Um, actually, yesterday, uh, it was December 18th, uh, five years ago. Mm, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that you. we can find um, moments that are painful, and we can take and transition them into something that is joyful and beautiful. And so, I mean, I would look at that and say, what a wonderful legacy she helped to leave through your marriage and through now your growing family. That's beautiful. Thank Very you. Nice. We, um, that, she's also, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Brittany. She was, she was a really good cook and she, she taught my husband how to cook when he was growing up. And, um, when he was a young man back living in Knoxville and that was one of the things that they did together and had a lot of fun doing together. And, um, he, my husband is a wonderful cook, thank goodness, or else we would all starve, but um, we, <laughs> we also celebrate through food and through cooking, and that's one of the, the bigger traditions that we have on, on Christmas Eve and on Christmas. We host our family on Christmas Eve, and um, we cook a big meal, and um, it's, it's really fun, and you know, a lot of times we talk about her in the kitchen, and things that she liked and things she didn't like. And um, so it, it, it is a, a really uh, sweet holiday uh, for us. So do you, Brittany, do you have, do you all do the same Christmas Eve dinner each year or lunch or whatever your meal, or do you do different things or do you change it up or like, what are your, what's special about Christmas Eve and how you host? Well, we did, since we have been married, we did, um, we did short ribs on the first year we were married, which mm. so it would have been four months after. I know, I know, that's my favorite. Um, and we did that because that was our meal on, on our, our rehearsal dinner night. Oh, oh, no, that's a cool tradition, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it, we've done some other meals. We did, um, we did lamb one year, and we oh, have word. done, actually, <laughs> the year before last, Last year and then this year, we've done we are doing um, Philly cheesesteak and and bolognese because my my dad's family is Italian and we um, he lives in Philadelphia. So we've, um, That's great! On I love Philly. that. <laughs> yes, I That's know great. it's so fun. Well, yeah, my my family. So several years ago. I started cooking this beef. It's a horseradish crusted beef tenderloin with a port wine oh. reduction. And it's my kids, my daughter's favorite, especially my oldest daughter's, like her favorite meal. And so about four, three or four years ago, maybe four or five years ago, they made me start cooking that on Christmas Day. So that's become our 
kind of new Christmas tradition, and it's just developed in the last five or years or so. But uh, it's so fun to um, to have those kind of memories and traditions. What what other kinds of traditions? As you've got little baby, the uh, baby Davis. What what other kinds of crisp uh, traditions are you all uh, wanting to introduce to him and include? Uh, as you as you see him start to blossom, as he starts to develop personality, oh, that's a great question. Um, we have so uh, Davis's sister, so my sister-in-law. We have um, three nephews, and they live in Georgia. But um, two of them are older than Davis, not not by much. But and then one is younger. Um, and I just I hope that he can spend time with them and celebrate with them and, um, develop a relationship. And, um, I mean, that's really the most important thing is that um, he knows and can celebrate and look forward to that with his family. But, um, this year we've, we've gotten some decorations out that were my husband's, um, when he was, was young. So it's fun to have, Davis ornaments that are from the 80s and Davis ornaments that are from 2020 and 2019. So we'll just continue to decorate our tree with uh, our family as it grows. Um, oh, I, now I have to ask, are you doing the elf on the shelf? We haven't started that yet, but I think that one's inevitable. Yeah. I think we will have an elf that visits our family. <laughs> it's so I got to tell you, the elf on the shelf, we've always like done that. I wish I wish we could see each other because we have two, and they do move and they do fly at night to see Santa, even at with college kids and high school kids, and um, they do uh, bring a lot of joy. And Twinkle and Sparkle are around, and right now I'm I'm sitting at my kitchen table and looking up at our kitchen light fixture, and one is hanging from the light fixture. So it's always fun. So you have to do Elf on the Shelf. It's just such a magical little moment for uh, kids and, and, fa- and families to just enjoy together. Oh, that's, I think it's so funny. I love seeing all my friends and their pictures of their elves getting into so much mischief. And do you, do you all, so do your elves get into some stuff? Oh yeah. We've had, you know, we've had rooms toilet papered and we've had, um, you know, the baking disasters where you wake up and there's cookies that are made, but it's an absolute, the kitchen's a disaster with flour and sugar and all the things everywhere, you know, so our um yeah our uh, our elf has even uh, pooped in the potty so you know it's always oh fun to, to see the the fun mischief that the elf gets into both the good and the bad <laughs> yeah Brittany, i have to say work. my wife is my wife is definitely a creative and uh so it's it's pretty interesting because she comes up with all kind of crazy things <laughs> oh i love it i love it now when you decorate does anyway. everything you do okay. Well, what what else oh, do you yeah. do? So, well, for Christmas now we we live out on the lake and we have um, probably we have each of my girls have a, a Christmas tree in their room with their theme, sort of their colors and so forth. And then we have a kitchen tree with with it's fun, it's sort of whimsical. That's a flock white tree, um, and then a massive tree in our main room that's just beautiful. So our family ornaments are on our our fun flock kitchen tree. Um, we always hang wreaths, you know, the traditional wreaths. I love candles in the windows. Those are really pretty, and mm-hmm. I found some really great ones here at Lowe's that flicker, that are thicker, you know, more modern and flicker, and they are stunning. And we even did our hanging of the greens outside. But I would say probably 2020 has been funny because my sweet little old landscapers got into my lights this year, and I was only going to string lights on 
my Christmas trees outside, the green trees, and they and I had special lights this year that remind me of my childhood that I had ordered that are just like old frosted colored two inch bulbs. Well, they all didn't mm. come in; it was a disaster. So they got in my uh, crawl space, found a bazillion lights, and decorated for me the outside of my house. And I turned those things on, and I thought the police were in my driveway because they were flickering. It looked like blue lights. It Nothing was a disco in. ball. It's, a, it's like a it, – I thought we were having, a, like, a rager or something in our driveway. I didn't know what in the world was going on. It's the funniest thing. So all of those I unplugged, but they are coming on tonight for a little holiday party that we're having with um, another family coming in. Just If we've got them, we might as well embrace it. My favorite, one of my favorite traditions is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. We have a massive star that we built um, out of wood, just, just uh, boards. Two by fours. We painted mm-hmm. it, we littered it, and we string it with a bazillion lights, and we raise it really high, you know, off of our house. And because we live on the lake, everybody across the lake sees it. It's massive. And so that's what they're like, when's the star getting hung? We love the star, you know. So <laughs> it's just, and it, and it takes, we have to throw shoes across beams to hoist it up. It's like a big ordeal. And so it's just a fun event for my family that even my college child left a party to come home to hang the star. And we always have like a oh. special meal, hang the star and have a special meal. And then, you know, set it up that night and go out and look at it forth so we have lots of traditions i mean even you know easter or whatever we we really that's i think really what grounds probably jim and i together and um just whether it be a birthday tradition or you know so to me traditions are important with friends and family do you decorate the day after thanksgiving i'm sorry go ahead go ahead Dee. no i it's my phone is beeping go ahead jim Oh, okay. Yeah, we we typically start decorating the house Thanksgiving weekend. That is when we do that, mm-hmm. and it's been mm-hmm. it, it, that has really become a tradition to do that at that time. I'll tell you what, we're going to get to our next break. Um, we're really enjoying catching up with Brittany Tarwater, WVLT News Anchor, and I've got my wife uh, on the line with us this morning. We're co-hosting. When we come back, I'm going to have my dollars and cents segment. What do you need to be reviewing with your investments? prior to the end of 2020. And then we're going to, I want to get Brittany's perspective on 2020 itself and also what her thoughts are as we head into 2021. So don't go away. You're listening to More Living with Jim Brogan right here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. radio show, television news appearances, and adult education classes taught at the University of Tennessee and Pellissippi State Community College. Jim taps into his extensive knowledge and experience to address issues important to living your best retirement. Join Jim every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. here on Newstalk 98.7 WOKI and visit him online at broganfinancial.com. And now, here's the host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Good morning. It's a beautiful morning out on this uh, weekend before Christmas. You're listening to More Living with Jim Brogan, where it's all about living the best years of your life your way. And I know for Dee Dee and me, 
my beautiful bride. Uh, Christmas is certainly one of our favorite times of the year. We got married uh, in early December because we wanted a winter wonderland. We wanted a Christmassy kind of feel for both our wedding and our honeymoon. Uh, our guest this morning, Brittany Tarwater, uh, news, evening news anchor for WVLT News. Christmas a very special time of year for her as well as she and her husband Davis got engaged in, uh, in Christmas season. And then they also had their first child a year ago during the Christmas season. Uh, before we get back, we're going to talk more about uh, a little bit more Christmas tradition and then also uh, the, the challenges of 2020 and the year looking ahead to 2021. We'd love to get Brittany's thoughts on that. Before we do get back to Brittany, however, it is time for Dollars and Cents. Want to be sure you are getting the most out of your retirement? For all the years of your retirement? That's the primary goal of More Living with Jim Brogan and our Dollars and Cents segment, where we provide you with an important financial tip that will help positively impact the quality of your life in retirement. And now, here's Jim with this week's Dollars and Cents tip. Are you wondering what you need to do by the end of the year to take care of your investments and your finances? You know, are you concerned about where the country and the economy are heading financially and, and how to prepare for that? So what are some things to be aware of? I think, you know, it's been a choppy, volatile year in the market, obviously, with all the economic effects of the pandemic. At the same point, we've had massive stimulus, both from Congress and from the Federal Reserve. And so that's helped buoy the economy, or especially the stock market. So what do you need to be doing at the end of the year? I think one is you need to be reviewing your investment performance and taking a look at your asset allocation. You know, how much do you have in stocks? How much do you have in bonds? Do you have uh, alternatives like energy and real estate and commodities? You know, diversification means you have a whole bunch of stuff in your portfolio that doesn't move up and down together. So if one thing zigs, another zags. Have you really rebalanced your portfolio and have you measured the risk in your portfolio? And then think about your decision-making process in 2020. Was it based on fear or emotion as we were going through a roller coaster of a year or did you stick to a long-term plan? You know, I think one of the great benefits of having a plan not just an investment plan, an overall financial plan, how you're going to draw income, where you're going to get money if you need money, how's your emergency fund set up, what does your tax planning look like, do you have an estate plan? I mean, if you own something and you love somebody, you need an estate plan. And I think one of the benefits of having a truly comprehensive financial plan is it can take emotion out of the equation as much as possible. It doesn't mean we're not still a little emotional when we see these roller coasters in the market. But when we know we have a plan for that and we've measured risk and we, you know, typically if we're measuring risk properly and we have a good plan and we understand our plan, you don't get an outcome that is wildly different than what you would expect. I mean, we know we have bear markets and we should have an understanding of what our, what our investments are going to look like in a bear market. And how have we insulated ourselves from the effect of the bear market by having things like emergency funds? And if you're in your retirement years, you've, you've got secure and stable income where you're not dependent on the stock market for short-term income. So I think as we get ready for 2021, you should be measuring your, your risk 
in your portfolio is it the, you know, investing is all about balancing risk and reward. Do you have the right balance of potential reward, but then also the potential risk that goes with that? Have you measured it? Do you understand what it is? Do you understand your, how your plan has been crafted to meet your goals? And then finally, tax planning at the end of the year. You know, one particular note is if you're over 72 years old, you did not have to take a required minimum distribution this year. So you may have an opportunity to do additional tax planning because you didn't have that big taxable distribution from your retirement accounts. You might want to do gain harvesting where you intentionally create capital gains. Can you take advantage of the low capital gains tax brackets of zero and 15%? Should you be considering Roth conversions? So I think assessing all of this with your investment portfolio and with your tax planning Take a look at this before the end of the year and then get on the right path for 2021. That's our Dollars and Cents segment for this week. You can find this week's Dollars and Cents segment and others by visiting BroganFinancial.com. You can also, uh, I have published a guide, Tax Planning in the New Age. And you can get that guide. It's complimentary at my website. If you go to BroganFinancial.com, click on the Resources tab, and you can download it right there. Again, Tax Planning for the New Age. I would love for you to get that. It's a complimentary download. You can also get our upcoming class schedule. I'll be at the University of Tennessee's Adult Education at the end of January. I believe it's the 28th and then February the 4th. I'd uh, love to see you there. It's two two-hour sessions. You can, again, you can go to my website at broganfinancial.com, and there you can click on classes, or you can go directly to financialsurvivalforretirement.com. That's the name of the class, financialsurvivalforretirement.com, and uh, you can get more information, download a syllabus, and then click to register with the University of Tennessee. This is such a special time of the year. My wife and I, it's so special. We got married in the Christmas season. Our guest this morning, Brittany Tarwater, it's certainly a special time of the year for she and her husband. So many great memories. Got a new child that has just turned one year old. Um, you, you mentioned food, Brittany. And food, <laughs> you know, does seem to be something that just brings a lot of people together. Are there special items that you're looking forward to this year for Christmas? Well... We, well, we're doing the Philly cheesesteaks this year. And for Christmas I got to be honest, Eve, my husband, wait, for Christmas Eve, my, my husband looks forward to that maybe a lot more than I do. And that's okay. <laughs> but, but we'll make that. My dad actually sends the rolls because if you talk to any Italian man who lives in Philly, it's all about the rolls. And he's sending them down. So that oh will gosh. be a special treat. I know because he can't be with us this year. So he uh, he will send them down. So we'll make that. And then we make the pasta from scratch. Another thing my dad taught me how to do and taught Davis how to do. He, he did that with us together. So we'll make everything from scratch and we'll probably start doing that. We may start some of that this weekend. Yeah, um, that's fun. And yeah, yeah. And then our secret recipe is uh, we order our um, spinach. Maria from Calhoun. <laughs> oh, and that's always oh, a big hit. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to beat their spinach oh, Calhoun. that's yummy. You can't beat Calhoun's spinach Maria, can you? <laughs> I, 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 I have know. to share with you that our, we just had Christmas with our office, our employees, and 
They're mm-hmm. really a, a top-notch crew that we just have friendships with as well. You know, so we're, we're definitely a work family. And um, so, but they this year surprised us because we have we love to cook, and they gave us um, a, a, an attachment to go on my KitchenAid to start making homemade pastas. And we've mm. never done it. They gave us a rack that you hang the noodles on, I think. We, I haven't even looked at how to do it. And then all of these pestos and these sun-dried tomatoes and these really cool, you know, ingredients. So it's going to be such a fun process over this winter to learn how to do that. Because we like to make homemade uh, lasagnas and homemade beef, beef stroganoff. Mm. But I've never made noodles. So this is going to be, oh. so Jim and I are going to have fun. And, you know, I love it because it's an event. It's like a kind of like a date night, uh, <laughs> and, it, and uh-huh. the family can get involved. And it might be messy, but by God, it's so fun, and it's just it creates those kitchen kitchen memories. Oh, I'm so sorry, my puppy's barking. I have a puppy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I can. I bet your house smells so good on the holidays. You're gonna have so much fun doing that together. And if your kids can get involved, if they like to cook too, it's it is so much fun and you're right it's messy and it may not be perfect but that's what makes it perfect so have fun with it it's just yeah our little little ninth grader loves to get in the kitchen with us and cook and she just she'll take the bull by the horns and that's going to be a new memory that we're going to be creating i tell you what um we're going to get to our final break and we come back i do want to get Brittany's thoughts as i mentioned earlier on 2020 certainly been unlike any other year and her thoughts as we move into 2021. So stay with us. This is More Living with Jim Brogan on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Listening to More Living with Jim Brogan. If you miss any of today's show or want to listen to it again, visit BroganFinancial.com where you can access the podcast and other educational materials to help you in your journey through retirement. And now, here's Senior Market Advisor Magazine's 2011 National Advisor of the Year and host of More Living, Jim Brogan. Thanks for tuning in to More Living this morning right here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. I'm Jim Brogan. My wife, Dee Dee, has been co-hosting with me this morning. Christmas is such a special time. We've been visiting with Brittany Tarwater, evening news anchor for WVLT News. Uh, Brittany, 2020 has really been so unlike any year in our lifetimes, I think. And it's presented some unique challenges. I think it's also caused us to make reflection on what is most mm-hmm. important in our lives. You know, what are some of the good things that you think have come out of this year or perspective that it has given you? Well, that's, that's such a good question. And for our family, I think there have been times where the virus feels very far away. And then there are times when it feels very, very close to home. And I like I have gone to work every day. And, um, you know, so my daily routine hasn't changed a whole lot, but, but my husband's has, and he, he owns a a swim school in, um, in West Knoxville and they had to close for quite a while in the spring. And there've been lots of different challenges and that, that business just opened in February. Um, 
so that's presented some challenges for our family. And he stayed home with the baby for, for several months and, and the baby was young and it's hard to do that by yourself. Um, but, I, but I think, and you know, with all the stress of, and uncertainty, it's so hard, it, uh, especially earlier in the year, it's, it's been so hard, but, um, we found ourselves looking back and saying, you know, had I just known that that time would have been special, you know, that you're not going to get that time back and that you had all of that time to be together. Had we known to be grateful instead of stressed, had we known to be, um, to be thankful for the time instead of just worrying about getting to the next day. And, and I think that's a little easier said on the other side of things, not that we're totally in the clear yet, but, um, I think my point is it's taught us to be, to be thankful for where we are now. Um, and having this baby, um, in his first year of life, that's, that's certainly been a good reason for us to celebrate. And, and, you know, we're thankful, not that it's a distraction, but we're thankful that we've had, um, you know, kind of our inner unit that's been able to celebrate to his life and watch him grow. Um, but, I think it's been a good lesson in things that are out of your control um, and and learning how to celebrate your family. And we've, we have some, some friends who are very, very close to us who um, have, have really struggled um, both in sickness and, um, and financially and, um, you know, our hearts hurt for them. But it's taught us a lot about celebrating our family and where we are. Brittany, as you look mm. forward to 2021, what are you looking forward to? And, and what are, you know, what's on the horizon for the Tarwater family? Um, I think like the rest of us, we're, we're looking forward to being able to see our family again. We're hopeful that that will happen. Um, my family is out of state. Part of Davis's family is out of state as well. So uh, we haven't been able to see much of them and see, see our nephews grow. See our nephews grow. Um, so we're certainly looking forward to that. And we have a lot of hope. Um, we, we, we have a lot of hope for our country and for our world that will, um, will start to heal and, um, that this, this virus will be in our rearview mirror. I completely agree. Um, you know, it's interesting because when the, when all this hit, you know, from my perspective, you know, we're always go, 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 go. We're always going (laughs) both in our business life and in our personal life. We're very social, but we're, you know, the, the 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 pandemic made us slow down a little bit, and mm. I really appreciated the perspective that that gave me, because I spent more time at home. We spent more time together as a family, and yeah, the kids were starting to go stir crazy, and they still are a little bit. But we just it it made me slow down and smell the roses, so to speak. You know, I hate to use yeah. that cliche, but. Um, and, you know, things have picked up the last two or three months. And, you know, from my perspective, I want to be careful that we, d- that we don't forget those lessons that we've learned of the specialness of the relationships we have. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. So um, with, with Christmas right around the corner, Brittany, you have special gifts already picked out for little Davis. It's so hard to shop for. He grows so fast. It's hard to buy clothes, and we've got so many toys. Santa needs um, to bring the diapers and some few, a few little outfits. Oh. 
Yes, all please. the things. Please, yes. But <laughs> the thing that you know, it's 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 um, he loves books, which I'm so grateful for. He oh. just loves books. So yes, I know it's really fun to you tell him go get a book, and he'll go pick one out or bring one to your lap. So so I think we're all about the books. And I uh, can't go wrong with, with some stories. So Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic for a little little baby like that to be so into books. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, Brittany, we're out of time today. Brittany Tallrodder, evening news anchor for WVL2, WVLT News. It's been so great to visit with you and get a little bit more sense of Brittany Tallwater, uh, not the news anchor, but the, the mom and the and the wife and the and and the you know, just your perspective daughter. on everything that's going and the daughter and your perspective on everything yeah. that's going on. Thank you so much for taking time with us. It has been so much fun talking with you. Thank you for having me. Um, I am so grateful and uh, Merry Christmas to you all. I hope that your family stays healthy and that you all have a great new year. Thank you so much, Brittany. We appreciate that and wish the same for you guys. Y'all have a blessed new year. Yeah, well, Merry Christmas. God, God bless Merry you and your Christmas. family and your little Davis. Yeah. That's Brittany Tarwater. W. Well. That's Brittany Tarwater, WVLT News. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Jill, producing the show as you listen to More Living with Jim Brogan on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The views expressed by Jim Brogan and his guests are not that of Cumulus Media. Any discussion of financial, legal, and tax planning strategies is not intended to be individualized advice and is general in nature. Always consult with your advisor for advice specific to your needs. This program's content does not represent a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or investment by Jim Brogan or Brogan Financial Incorporated.